Looking for work, better pay, better work environment? We can help. Call Kelly Jobs today at 502-425-7131 to speak with a recruiter today. Score a better job with us. Call 502-425-7131 or visit kellyjobs.com. That's kellyjobs.com. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Time now for The Take with Andy Sweeney. And I was a bad guy because I went to the strip club. The Take with Andy Sweeney. Strip clubs in Nashville are nothing like strip clubs in Atlanta. And James Strebel. The food at these Atlanta strip clubs are better than a five-star restaurant. On ESPN 680 and 105.7. You can't eat no buffet at some nasty We're talking about Magic City Wings. Is that what we're talking about? Everybody was so skeptical about, like, going to the strip club for food. And every single person that's ever had those wings at Magic City was like, no, 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 no. Trust me. Those wings at Magic (laughs) City are well worth it. All right, 5 o'clock hour, one more hour to go. As always, 5 o'clock hour presented by... Cox's Spirit Shops and Evergreen Liquors. You can find them online today. Cox'sLouisville.com. I'm logging on to the website right now. I'm trying to see if they have any special giveaways or anything. Uh, but they're delivering. Cox'sLouisville.com. You know, all the locations, all the Cox's Spirit Shops all over the town. You know, those Evergreen locations, a great craft beer selection as well. So get ready for the games tonight and this weekend and do it with our friends at Cox's Spirit Shops and Evergreen Liquors. Uh, 437-9680 Jobs text line, Andy Sweeney with you, Justin Sofero producing today's effort, uh, Strebel off today, he'll be back at it, full shows, he'll be there at 3 o'clock uh, on Thursday and Friday, I think Justin, you can you can attest to this, I, I think, I think the mixtape is, 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 is going to be fine. I think it's going to be fine. It's fairly good. Diener, and then, Diener Show helped us today. Yeah, Diener, yesterday, today, they, they're doing their work. They're, they're doing their in. work. They're, yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, yeah, there you go. Diener's yeah. putting it in for me. Yeah. That's, that's what he's there, doing. There you go. There you go. Uh, Texas says, do you guys have any plans for the first day of the tournament this year? Yeah, we're thinking about what we want to do. Listen, I want to do something funny. We got to do something funny, especially if Kentucky doesn't make it. We got to do something. I don't know if we just do that. That you know, we might do our Hoosier Sports Radio. That's what we might do. That would be fantastic. That's if what we, go we might full do. In on IU, if we just go full IU for three hours. Diener's wearing a musty IU shirt. Oh, I'm got, saying us. One. No one else would do this, but I'm saying well, we get guests on that Monday. That's only that's only Indiana. <laughs> Jack Grossman. Just, no, we give just, him a whole hour to come back. He's not going to do that. No, <laughs> to hell with him. If he wanted to do radio, he could be doing AM this radio. This is my chair, Jack. This not is his yours chair anymore. now. This it's is my. Justin's chair. It's his butt crack following Nick Valvedo's hot seat. He, <laughs> it's such a hot he always, seat. He gets it warmed up. He's like, it's you want to trade here? Something? Oh, my, no. my briefcase is already oh. in this one. Briefcase is like douchey. Well, but, I mean, you know, yeah. my bag. You got a nice bag. My man bag's in It's there, a nice so bag. It's a nice little messenger bag. You've taken it. Is that from Italy? Uh, it better be. It better yeah, be my, from my, Florence. My wife got it. Most okay. of the stuff she's gotten is Italian leather, but I'm not, I can't confirm that. Well, one. it I better be. I mean, <laughs> it better be. <laughs> Texas says, hey, good job, fur man. Turn Kuiper off. He sucks and we can't hear him. Texas says, wow, great sound, bro. That's as loud as it is. I don't know what you want me to do. Texas says, Levis <laughs> is getting the white QB bump. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, 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 but that's why I brought it up that Anthony Richardson was getting Josh Allen comparisons. <laughs> I mean, if they're going to do Josh Allen yeah. comparisons, you go with Levis. Yeah, yeah. You, right? Yeah, you go him and then, well, I don't know. Can he, how, how, I don't know how good of a runner he is. I don't, I don't care. I'm not trying to get back into that. Let's, like, I was about to go on a tangent of just trying to compare him to a black quarterback. By the way, let's not do that. Diener just texted me, uh, Stapleton, they have uh, committed a, go- uh, a goal, a basketball goal. As the grand prize. 
for a bracket challenge and everything. Let's listen, go. listen. Yeah. If Kentucky doesn't make it, we're doing Indiana Sports Radio on Monday. So, and that's the last time we're talking about it. I'm doing IU Sports Radio, and it's going to be a joke, and it's going to be funny, or it won't be funny. It'll be painful, and you will have to endure the pain for three hours. You know, or you can go to Ennis, you can go whatever you want to do. You, you, I'm fine with it. If we can trust him, what you need to do is <laughs> tell Strebel he's he's suspended for a week, and then we bring no because bring, he makes the job easier. I know he does. He does make yeah he does all the work. Yeah. But I was going to say bring in Zach McCright. Oh, and have he's, him oh, just, he's not going to give no, us. I know he won't. He's going to spring he won't break. Give us, I know he won't give us a minute. He's going to be out with the family, ah, little R&R, while everyone else is running McCray Millie. If he really cared about Indiana basketball, if he cared about Bobby Knight, if he actually cried those tears, he should come in here and give us 30 minutes. It's a $2,000 goal. I'm looking at it right now. Goal Rilla, Diener just sent it to me. You know why I'm bothered by this? Because... This is something that I really want. You know, some prizes we give away. It's like, yeah. you know, you know, you want it, you don't want it, whatever. Like, I don't need, you know, we'll get a TV. I don't need a TV. I, I would take a TV, but I don't need one. I just got one RGB, the yeah. entire thing. So it's not like a big need of mine. Strebel needs one. Pat Forty needs one. John Bowl needs one. What, how All bad is guys, this TV? Strebel, it, it's embarrassing. Really? Like, it's, 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 it's not good. <sighs> it's not good. It's not, it's terrible. And RGBs reach out, hey, we'll, we'll, we'll work nothing. Is that why we work with you? Nothing. Nothing. That's why he's okay to come here and watch the games. Basically. Oh yeah, he probably can't, he probably can't see it. Yeah, this is as good as it. No, gets. he can't see it. If he's in his <laughs> living room, he's got he's he might have fifty inch plasma. I mean, it, it might be 2011. I'm not kidding. Is he in sports radio? I don't know. Is what he, he's doing. I, listen, uh, Dean has tried to help him. I've tried to help him. So anyway, yeah. we'll have more information on that. We'll do the bracket giveaway. I don't know about the first days of the tournament. Uh, we'll find out with that. But we've got to do something fun. I and mean, we've got to laugh at ourselves. I mean, at some point, I know that, Justin, you're upset. Kentucky fans will be Pissed. I get it, but at some point you got to laugh at yourself. It's par for the course and that's for me. Why I'm used to not making. And that's why yet. we're having Peegs.com on, and that's why we'll go yeah. full Indiana. Uh, two things that I want to get to. Let's play the Borky sound. Do you want to do that, Justin? Let's play uh, Michael Borky is a sports radio gas bag on Sports Talk Mississippi. Uh, he's on right now. His show's on right now. We had him in the first hour, and now this clip is about Chris Jan's. Who the hell is Chris Jans? You know that's my guy. I wrote Chris the head, James. The, yeah, <laughs> that's the, how close that's enough. Chris Jans. No yeah. one will ever find this sound now. You know, if we ever try to find I'll it in update six, it. I'll, I'll in six it. years, no one will find it. But Chris Jans is the head coach at Mississippi State. Hey, I, I interviewed him at the Final Four. We liked him. He, he was like a he was like he was like a take favorite. Okay, uh, and his team went from the Ben Howland Pitts and has been uh, more than respectable right now. They're better than Kentucky, and they're in the NCAA tournament. We'll see what happens tonight. And so he was, we were talking about the the roster, and I'm not exactly sure how you have this cut, but we were talking about the roster for Mississippi State isn't very good. Like, Kentucky's got a way better roster. Even though Kentucky's underachieving and they are what they are, even with injuries, this roster is average. DJ Jeffries, remember that name, Kentucky fans? Mm -hmm. That dude is starting He's saying starting at Mississippi State. The things that I've been screaming and yelling about on the Louisville side could also be used for the Kentucky. Well, and I want to get to that because they are playing a style that you see with a first year coach how he wants to play. So listen to this, a couple different things, and then we gotta get into Kentucky basketball. What Chris James has done so far is remarkable because I'm gonna be honest with you, there Smith is a good player, he's a veteran. Uh, but he doesn't do anything remarkable, and the team can't score. They don't have a true ball handler. They don't have anybody that's good from the outside shooting. Uh, the the play style is we're just going to drag you down into the mud and beat you up with rocks, and yet they're winning. It, it is exclusively, hmm. at least in my opinion, a good coaching job for, for why they're in this spot because the roster that they have – shouldn't be in this spot. They don't have anybody that can score the basketball. They're bad in so many spots, and yet they just outwork and out-tough people. And that is clearly a Chris Jan's identity. And for that to be what they are already, without, honestly, like it's not like he attacked the transfer portal super hard and he rebuilt the entire roster and they have a bunch of NIL money to buy a, a brand-new team. It's a bunch of guys that have been there. Uh, largely for a while, and they weren't particularly good, and yet they've strung a bunch of wins together. Chris James is the man. I mean, it, it's it's a tough basketball team, 
that's just going to outwork you and outfight you. And that's what they do, and it's worked for them. They have, does Mississippi State, one guy averaging double figures. Kentucky has four. Has four. And I would say if Wheeler and CJ weren't benched and or, and or injured, one of those guys would go from eight a game to double figures. I believe that. They would have five. And I don't know which side to even lead with. Four, three, seven, nine, six, eighty. I don't even know because you look at this, Kentucky, from the Kentucky standpoint, they have, I mean, this would be losing to an inferior team with a coach who is in a full, full rebuild, okay? But I'm listening to Borky in our number one, and so was Justin, and we thought the exact same thing. Well, hell, I know Mississippi State and Kentucky played tonight. And if Kentucky loses and they get out toughed by a bunch of seven-point-a-game guys at Mississippi State, what will that say? Well, we know what it would say. We know what Kentucky is. And that would be a big storyline. It's what we'll lead with tomorrow. But the story as well is Chris Jans is a first-year coach. I don't know the reasons behind it. He didn't go out and make Big-time additions to his roster. Again, DJ Jeffries is starting for Mississippi State. They have one guy who is in double figures. You guys don't know any of their players. Neither do I. Like, like, you know, you see them once or twice. I've seen them a couple times. You don't know any of these guys. I mean, it's nine a game, eight a game, six a game, four a game, four a game. These are guys that play. These are guys that played in 25 games. These guys will play 15 plus minutes a game that I'm giving you. They have no stats. At one point, Mississippi State, listen to this, Louisville fans. They had lost eight out of nine. They were one in seven in the SEC. In the SEC and the ACC are pretty comparable. I mean, right now, both would get seven teams in the tournament. So it's fine if you want to say, well, at the at the top, that's fine. We Whatever. You guys can battle it out. But to me, if a conference, you know, one gets seven, one gets seven, you guys are pretty damn equal. <laughs> okay? Mississippi State is nothing. And they didn't go out and they didn't add a bunch of high school. I mean, look, they didn't add a bunch of high school kids, obviously. Ben Howland had ruined the program. I mean, Ben Howland was in 15 a clip, man. Ben Howland made the tournament one time. One time in two, four, six, seven years. He made the tournament one time. He never won a tournament game in seven years. This is a irrelevant basketball school, well, I mean, school program in the SEC that is improving. And they go out and they get Chris Jans from New Mexico State. And year number one, they are right there in making the NCAA tournament. And year number one, they start out the season winning games. Yeah, they got they the look, top 25. They look competent. And then they go on a horrific losing streak that would down most teams. That should down them. Ultimately, it might down them. It might down them. But they rebound and they're playing games in mid-February. And if they beat Kentucky tonight, I mean, at least for a week, a couple weeks, they're in the NCAA tournament. And I can say, well, Sweeney, if he makes the NIT, you're going to pat Chris Jans on the head. I mean, we'll get to that. Yes, if he doesn't make the tournament, I don't have as much steam behind this take uh, than if they make the NIT. But regardless there, I mean, you are, you know what he wants to do. That this, this is not the kind of team that he's going to get. But you know what? He's making chicken salad out of chicken bleep. And that's what Louisville fans want. If you're going to blame the players, get the most out of them. And you're not. Chris Jans is. You may not have the best team in the country. Understandable. You may not be an NCAA tournament team. You may be, you may be an NIT team. But we know that you're going to have a tough team, a together team, a team that's going to, 
you know, I mean, do some of the little things. A team that's going to work their ass off. And a team that every after every game we don't have to put them down how bad they are and we can't wait to get Sky Clark in here. Yep. I mean, that's where we... And Chris Jantz is doing that. This is... Not, I'm not giving you Jerome Tang because I know... Listen, I know all the KP uh, Mafia and, and Defenders fun. I'm not... Like, I'm not giving you Jerome Tang who lost last night, but Jerome Tang has had big wins and, you know, at, at one point could have been a... I mean, they were as high as a 1-2 and two seed. Now, where they ultimately end up, you know, people caught up with them. The Big 12's a beast. We understand that. But it's like, I'm not giving you the top guy. I'm not giving you Missouri, who until last night, was it last night, was having a pretty damn good season. I mean, they got beat by like 30 to, to Auburn. Like, I'm not giving you guys right now that are they're at like that level where you're like, well, damn, they might be coach of the year. Like, newcomer of the year, you know. I'm giving you Chris Jans, who has a team that's on the bubble, who for the majority of the last two months has not been, in, at least a month and a half, has not been in bracketology, but has fans saying, you know what, you're playing tough basketball and we appreciate that that's what Louisville fans want when you want to go go to Chris Jans don't go to don't go to drum tang who's got a bunch of quad one wins because what you do is you give the KP defender that's going to die on this hill no matter what you give them the ammo you give them the ammo. What, 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 you think Kenny Payne should have the number uh, 12 team in the country? No, I don't feel that way. I don't. From what the program's been through, from the end of Chris Mack, and, by the way, Kenny Payne not having been a head coach before. I mean, Jans was a head coach at Bowling Green and five years at New Mexico State. I mean, this guy at New Mexico State, Justin, made the tournament three times. He won more play. He won more tournament games at New Mexico State in five years than Ben Howland did in like eight, eight or nine. I don't know if he's going to end up being good. Just like you don't end up no, you don't know if KP's going to be good. I know. But well, but, but that, that first data point is they're going to play hard. They're a tough team. They don't have talent, and they didn't add a bunch of talent. But but damn it, they they they're going to at least make a run at being an NCAA tournament team. Louisville fans aren't even all the way there. They didn't even need the run to be an NCAA tournament team. But you wish after games that the coaches, instead of the pat on the head that you get from other coaches, instead of the pat on the head that, you, that you're going to get tonight three minutes into the game on ESPN, wherever the end. Yeah, the game's on ESPN. It's Virginia, yeah. yeah. Like, you understand that, like, instead of all that, you get, you know what? It's a tough team. Not the most talented team, but you know, they went out there, they beat it, you know, they they they, they ruined a couple resumes down the stretch. But they beat some teams. Go ahead. You you agree with no, this. No, I I absolutely agree. The entire time I'm listening to you talk and listening to Borky talk, and he's going off and on and just like everything he's saying appeals to me. I'm like, this is what I was expecting. This is what you were the guys were telling you that Kenny Payne was gonna do. He's gonna be able to coach up guys, that he was gonna be able to well, the recruiting thing we don't even need to talk about. And I know people are gonna go and they're gonna lean into the oh Oh, there's the cloud. There's all this stuff that you couldn't get. Whatever, it's BS. I'm sorry. The talent you should have at Louisville, even even under a cloud, should be equivalent to what Mississippi State has. Well, and, and I'm State telling you that it is. Program. And I'm telling you that it is. I mean, if I go to Louisville basketball yeah. right now, I mean, I'm I'm sure they probably have better averages. I mean, again, this is a team in Mississippi State that defensively is great. So again, saying we are going to be a tough team that's going to rebound and defend. I mean, none of their offensive numbers are good. Their offense of uh, Effective field goal percentage in Camp Palm is 115. Their turnover percentage is 226. They average 19 turnovers a game, Justin. I mean, this is not a good offense. They shoot 28% from three. That's good for 355th, 355th, 355th uh, in the country. But they muck they it up. They don't make free throws. They shoot 64%. But at least it's like, okay, it's not how Jans is always going to play. But this year, damn it, I am going to get everything out of this roster. It is going to, like, this is going, that's not, this is what culture looks like. You're ready to play at the beginning of the season. You get down in the middle when it's like, okay, now we're facing Tennessee, Alabama, Alabama again, Florida, Tennessee on the road. Like, like, and not all those games were bums. They lost to Drake. <laughs> they lost to Georgia. I mean, they have, they, they have a couple bad losses on their resume. But, but it's coaching an inspirational but, but, but style. It's, but it's one in seven, yep. and now they've won five in a row. I mean, I'm looking including at Including Arkansas, Missouri, LSU, yep. TCU, who is an NCAA tournament team. I mean, in the last, in the last two weeks, they, they might have more wins over tournament teams than Kentucky does. Yeah. In fact, I think they probably do. 
I'm looking at that one and seven streak, and outside of like one game, they're all respectable. Like every single game, like I mean, the loss to Georgia that was by about eight points at the end. But then you have Auburn guys like that. You're playing within three six points. You're not getting blown out off the you know off the court like yeah. multiple times. How are the other coaches talking about you? Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. And I just we 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 all found that to be interesting. So there you go. Uh, the other thing that's out there today, uh, four three seven nine six eighty. I mean, I, I do kind of think that the game. Um, could get ugly tonight for you of again uh, pregame in about 15 minutes over on 93.9 The Ville. Uh, but just a couple other things. You know, they talked about this, did, oh, I think Bobby V was talking a little bit with Eric Crawford about this. And he brought up, okay, when did North Car- Carolina get things going last year? We always remember what from last year. North Carolina getting things going in March and making uh, making a substantial run. That's what I think, okay? Because I'm not remembering last January and I'm not remembering a year ago in last February. They weren't highly respected. They were sloppy for most of the season. They were, but here's the thing. They are so far ahead of where Kentucky is, it's not close. In the last 15 games... And I'm talking regular season and ACC tournament. They were 12 and three. Kentucky has six games left. I mean, they just do. Like I don't know what to tell you. If they if they go three games in the SEC, they have nine games left. I give you a 15 game sample size, and then they went five out of six. I mean, they won 17 out of. Uh, they went 17 and four over their last 21 games, and that includes. I mean, that includes when teams get it going. February, March, ACC tournament, NCAA tournament. <laughs> That's not Kentucky. And that, and that, by the way, giving because of that sa- uh, sample size and give you what Kentucky did at the end of the year and what Kentucky didn't do in the SEC tournament and what Kentucky did not obviously do in the NCAA tournament. That's why North Carolina, by far, is more disappointing than Kentucky this year. By far. And I know one has one... Quad one win in Kentucky, and I know North Carolina has zero quad one wins, so you could look at it and say it's pretty close. In fact, right now, you know, North Carolina's the last four in, maybe in the playing game, that sort of thing, and Kentucky's right on the cusp. So again, it's like you're talking about two bubble teams. I'm sorry. North Carolina is more disappointing. It won't be seen that way if Kentucky doesn't make the NCAA tournament, uh, obviously. Um, and so, I don't know. How much do you want to get? Do you want to get to any of Mike DeCourcy? Um, I don't know. We have what, what do we have here? So, it's just 519. We probably need to take yeah. a break. Well, there's a narrative out there. I just, I can't. Do you want to get to him and talk about the team next year? I mean, do we want to talk about Well, that, we can do it tomorrow. Okay. We, we, well, I mean, Mike DeCourcy, we had this argument yesterday, and it's starting to happen. Chris Fisher wrote about it that, that now this team. Uh, they've put all the pressure on this incoming freshman class. And I'm just stunned that... Well, I'm not stunned that UK people are going to do it. I'm stunned that basketball people are going to do it. I was stunned yesterday when Mike DeCourcy's like, yeah, but next year they have the number one and two and three and nine. And I'm like, what? Since when when do basketball Bettys? Since when do they like recruiting rankings? It's literally never happened in my entire life that that has been the case. But it was the case. Uh, we got to go to break. Zach's in there. Is he okay? Are we good to go to break? Okay. He, we look scared for a second. There I'm, was I'm fear always, in your eyes. I'm always nervous when somebody comes in and starts well, messing with the be. computer when I'm doing something. You should be because nervous. It, it, the entire thing could collapse. But hopefully we'll be okay. We'll go to break. And well, if we'll it see. collapses, we'll make that good radio. Yeah, if it's true. not, well, yeah. then it's bad radio. So, <laughs> <laughs> at times, there's a very thin line. That's true. Uh, Mike Wise is going to join us. He's on the call tonight of Kentucky, Mississippi State. We'll do it next year on ESPN 680. Metro College is a program that helps students pay for tuition, and I didn't believe it. You have to work third shift, five days a week. It's a great and rewarding thing when you graduate. I would do it all over again, just like I just did. You know those buddies who magically become medical professionals when you're not at the top of your game? The ones who say, come on, muscle through it. But then also say, hey, you should probably see my specialist. Or surgery or pain meds. It's almost always false, false, and false. Athletico's physical therapists, the same therapists who work with professional athletes, can tackle those little aches and pains from the start, before they become big ones. So next time, don't believe everything you hear. Instead, start with Athletico. Schedule your free assessment at athletico.com. 
Time now for The Take with Andy Sweeney. Come on over here, Rory. <laughs> Rory, just make the pot to beat Spieth. <laughs> and then we're going to go watch The Proud Boys. And James Strebel. The Proud Boys. <laughs> Wait, The Proud Boys were, or is that the all right? Is that That's the crazy? The, I think it's the all Wait, right Oh, no. Group. Who's yeah. the soccer team? Uh, 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 I, the, I, I think the young boys are the, the soccer boys. team. The young boys. Damn it. I thought I had it right. <laughs> I mean, that's my soccer team. Ameri- same thing. Look at those Americans, <laughs> the proud boys. That's why we're I- gonna go watch the young boys. <laughs> the young boys on ESPN six eighty and one oh five seven. I mean, come on, the young boys—a dumb name for a team. Come on, you know I'm right. Even though that was my fault. Still a dumb name for a team. It's kind of creepy. It's a little creepy. It is. Uh, in five minutes, UofL pregame over on 93.9 The Ville. Get out of the studio, NS. Get out of there, Mangus. Get out of there. I don't know what else to say. Get out of there, Mangus. Uh, so that's at 5.30. Live play-by-play. Paul Rogers, Bobby V at 7 o'clock. And then the Coors Light postgame show coming your way with Ethan Moore. Uh, that should be level-headed. I love you, Ethan. At about 9.30 or so tonight, you can catch that over on 93.9 The Ville and the ESPN Louisville app. Also tonight, right here on 680, 105.7 Texas A&M and Arkansas, 8.45. And then uh, we'll fly into the Kentucky Fish and Wildlife Post game show James Strebel Jason Entz they got you covered tonight uh, you'll get the three minutes of John Calipari doing, doing a press conference if we're if if hopefully we get that I don't know what I don't know what we'll get if they go on the road and lose this game uh, it won't be happiness no it'll be, it'll be a lot of unhappiness so uh, we'll have the Kentucky Fish and Wildlife post game show at about 10 30 tonight Strebel and Entz back in the saddle I guess they're gonna have Anna Chirillo in there on Saturday we'll We'll dive into that as we go. Uh, All right, Mark Wise is going to join us here from ESPN. He's going to be on the call tonight, Mississippi State and Kentucky. Mark, appreciate the time, man. Long time no talk. How are things going good, sir? How's everything happening? Yeah, I appreciate uh, being on again. Uh, You know, it's the middle of February. We're talking bubble. We're talking hoops. We got rid of that other sport finally. So life is good. What are you talking about? I did a segment on Will Levis' evaluation and how he would look with the Raiders or Carolina Panthers today. Come on. Come on. Oh, goodness. Um, uh, Mark Wise with us. Well, you're on the call tonight. I mean, you, you mentioned bubble. Yeah. Um, you know, it's fine that Mississippi State's on the bubble, my man, but it's not okay around here that Kentucky is. Uh, and it's a frustrated well, Kentucky fan base. I guess, what have you seen getting ready for tonight's game? that this way uh, do you know what the difference is between being ranked sixth in the country and 26th in the country it's it's one possession yeah or let's carry that out do you know the difference between 26 and 66 it's one possession now everybody even kentucky fans and as you well know i'm a kentucky native so i get the kentucky fandom even kentucky fans will go yeah yeah that's that's correct what but that shouldn't impact our team. <laughs> it's like you're damn right. <laughs> you can't have it both ways. Okay. Um, I, I think to give a kind of big picture leading into the game, I had Kentucky twice in the in the non conference November and December, and I've got them again um, the last home game against Vanderbilt. And what's consistent with having them early and having them now and having them late and having them be on the bubble is the inconsistency with which they've been able to practice. And I'm going to go back to missing, to, to Shibway missing a month of practice. If you've never coached, then you don't understand how disrupted that is beginning the season without your best player. And then they've had all these other injuries. And we've got a graphic tonight that this guy oh, yeah. four games. Oh, yeah. This four games. Well, college teams get better in practice. And if your practice is constantly, NBA guys don't need practice. NBA guys and teams get better in games because there's so many. But if you're unable to practice on a consistent basis, then your team is kind of good one day and not so good the next. And 
So the fact that they've been inconsistent really has not surprised me because of that issue. Do you think it has? Oh boy, I tell you, this is such a big game tonight, Mark. I mean, you think it's doomed yeah. their? Do you think? Do you think it's doomed their season? Uh, I mean, well, I think it's made it much. I mean, I asked college shoot around today. Yeah. I said, "Is this the the most disruptive season you've ever had, just from an injury standpoint?" And he answered in one word, "Yes." Um, and it goes back to the very beginning. So from that standpoint, you know, the different lineups, the different starting lineups, Wallace at the point, uh, Wheeler off the bench, and I don't know if we'll see Wheeler or Frederick tonight. So, you know, that's another thing, managing the minutes. When you go back and look at the Georgia game, mm-hmm. Reeves played all 40, Toppin played 37, Livingston 36, Oscar 35. And only Wallace played less than 30, and that's because he was in foul trouble. Um, so it, all of that is disruptive. And it's it's hard to find your identity when you've been so inconsistent. And I got to tell you, man, this is the wrong time of the year to still be searching for your identity. Yeah, Kentucky fans know. I, I, Mark Wise with us. He'll be on the call tonight of Kentucky-Mississippi State. It's uh, it's a take on ESPN 680-1057. Mark, I mean, they're just – I think it's almost – to acceptance, there was a lot of anger uh, a few weeks ago or whatever, and then they, they had a nice little run. But man, I, I tell you, there is a lot of acceptance here that this team absolutely uh, could go without making the tournament. I don't think there's too much hope that if they make the tournament. Uh, you know, they need to hit lightning in the bottle. They need to get healthy and kind of see what they can do in March. You know, I wanted to ask you this uh, from a broadcaster: you analyze the game, former coach, and everything yeah. else. So many coaches, and they've been good team. You know, Arkansas, Alabama have been very vocal about putting Oscar Shibway in ball screens and really right. affecting him. And, you know, it's just he was a national player of the year, and he's still very good. It's not quite the same, obviously, this year, but it's been surprising so many coaches, basically every coach, talking about how they attacked Oscar and how they've had success. Uh, do you yeah. think that's something Mississippi State can do tonight? Well, they're built differently. Uh, Tolu Smith, and, and with Oscar and Tolu Smith, we have the two best offensive rebounders in this conference kind of going head-to-head. Tolu Smith will set some ball screens, but it'll be a different kind of ball screen. It'll be, it'll be more east-west instead of north-south action. So they're built a little bit differently. Um, in terms of, of Kentucky, when I evaluate Kentucky, and I don't think I'm um, – this isn't rocket science – uh, they're average defensively. Oh, yes. Whether you're talking about Oscar or the rest of the team or not. Uh, when was the last time that you saw Kentucky in league play only average five steals a game or only block three and a half balls a game? Yeah. So from that standpoint, I mean, they are who they are right now. So here's the point that I would make, and, and I, I guess this would be to all Kentucky fans. All you want to do is get in. Mm-hmm. That's all you want to do. So this is an opportunity tonight. Oddly enough, it's a quad one opportunity for Kentucky and not Mississippi State, <laughs> which seems strange to say. It is. Um, but all you if, can you imagine if Kentucky got in as an 11 seed? Would, would would you want to play Kentucky as a six seed, or would you want to play Kentucky and day? I mean, maybe you would, maybe you wouldn't. But the point being, right. all you want to do is get in. Yeah. No, that's what they, I mean, that's what, that's what they are. You know, at some point during the season, we're like, okay, we're going to talk about seeding. You know, they beat Tennessee, Georgia, A&M at that point was uh, like a top 30 right. team in the Kempom. We're like, okay, uh, you know, they got something going. The Kansas loss. Well, that's not going to kill you. They come back. They win a couple games. They honor Mike right. Pratt. They beat the, you know, they beat Florida. That second half of Arkansas was a layup line. And then Georgia, I thought Georgia was predictable. You add the injuries, uh, even more predictable. And yes, tonight is Mississippi State bad offense and Kentucky's bad defense. <laughs> Something has to give. <laughs> uh, well, I'm going to look at it this way, and I'm going to say this on the air early. Um, if you wanted something to follow the game within the game, so to speak, um, it figures that Mississippi State would win points off turnovers. They, they've won that battle in 10 of their 12 SEC games. They're the number one uh, steel team in conference play, almost nine a game. Uh, they're really good in, in, in anticipating kickout passes, kickout passes, or what, what, you know, we all say get feet in the paint and kick the ball out to a three, mm-hmm. or kick the ball out to the wing, or look for a skip pass and look for the opposite side three 
They're really good at reading those. Really, really good at reading those. You would think, in in contrast, that Kentucky would win second chance points because Oscar averages almost six a game I know. in league play. I know. But if you want to do the math, if you want to do the math tonight, compare those two areas. Yep. If one team can come out on top in that, in the, and when you compare those two areas, I think they'll come on top in the big board. Yeah, Oscar, Oscar, you know, would just get that. He, he would draw the foul. He'd get the offensive rebound and and one or, a, you know, a dunk or a layup. And it would, it would get so much right. of his production and it would really help Kentucky <laughs> offensively. And that's just something that they've missed at times this season. Mark Wise with us. He'll be on the call tonight of Kentucky, Mississippi State at MW Hoops. If you want to follow him there, uh, Chris Jans. Yeah, I didn't know much about him. Uh, you know, I go down, yeah. we go the final four, one radio row. You do eight to ten minutes talked with him a little bit afterwards and and I like the guy and I mean he has turned this program was dead in the water he didn't add a you know it's not like he went out and bought a team right I mean this is a guy that basically no. took the team uh, and now he's got a team that was a disaster to you know maybe making the tournament he seems to be a heck of a coach what do you know about Chris Jans well this is I think this is the fifth time I've had him this year uh, what he inherited was a group built to defend so what makes a good team defensively? I think certain ingredients. You've got to have team speed. Mississippi State's above average. You've got to have length. They are off the charts long, especially at the 3-4 because Jeffries and Matthews are almost interchangeable. You've got to have the ability to block shots at multiple positions, and they've got that. But they had that in the past. The right. fourth ingredient is you've got to be uh, determined to play on the defensive end. You've got to have the commitment to play on the defensive end, and I think that's where Chris Jans has come in and has gotten these guys. He got them to buy in early. I had them in November. Um, what they're doing now, they did in November. Uh, so from that standpoint, he inherited a really good defensive team. What's made them better lately is they're knocking down shots that they haven't been doing. I had them in a conference game earlier this year where they made zero Zero threes. Was it at Tennessee? It's, was it the Tennessee game? No, no, no. Okay, because no, they got uh, crushed in that one. game. But <laughs> yeah, so from that standpoint, and, 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 and let me, Andy, let me say this: when we talk to these coaches, and I talk to these coaches that shoot shoot around, you ask them what do you have to do to win tonight. What do they all regurgitate? What do they all say? <laughs> we defend. defend. No turnovers. Rebound. We yeah. got to defend and rebound. Okay. No, you don't. Stop saying that. You gotta score. You gotta make shots. And when I say that to coaches, they all agree. They just won't publicly admit it. I get it. You have to have a defensive presence. But in my world, I think more big games are lost because you couldn't score versus you couldn't defend. I mean, uh, uh, Kentucky lost to Georgia. They shot 39%. Yep. You're just not gonna win a lot of games shooting those kinds of numbers. Now, the problem is this particular league, this particular season, is much better on the defensive end than they are on the offensive end. Or as I like to say, the lockdown defenders are ahead of the <laughs> knockdown shooters. Uh, it's it's a little unfair, Mark, that Alabama gets to be the best at football and now basketball. <laughs> I mean, come on. What are we doing here? I mean, come on. Right? I mean, just a little bit. I mean, what, what do you make of the SEC this year? I mean, right now right now, there's seven teams in. There's seven teams probably in the tournament. Yeah, but we get so overreactive with one outcome. So let me tell you what oh, yeah. we're going to see tomorrow. If Tennessee beats Alabama, we're going to see this written somewhere. Alabama couldn't handle being ranked number one. <laughs> <laughs> right. Come on. Come on. So from that, I, again, I've said all along, I think it's Alabama and a gap. Yeah. I think right now I've got Tennessee and Texas A&M and another gap. Yep. And from 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 four to to about eight, it just doesn't matter. You can, you can they'll flip a coin. But you saw, you saw night, last night. Four, and the next night yeah. will be eight. You saw it last night with Auburn in, in uh, what Missouri? Missouri's been Missouri, great. Auburn, yeah. yeah, Auburn's you know been down. They you know probably didn't feel too good about the game of the weekend against Alabama, and there was a thirty point game. <laughs> I mean, go right. figure. And then you got you've got what Liam Robbins is doing at Vanderbilt now with the with the seven footer making threes, and now all of a sudden they've won four in a row. 
Uh, it's a journey, man. From 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 November to March, it's a journey, and we're we're kind of, you know, in Kentucky terms, we're kind of rounding the far turn. Heading oh yeah, to home. oh yeah. Uh, that will be here, by the way, sooner rather than later. Mark Wise with us. Before we get you out of here, Mark, I don't know. Just, I mean, that was the SEC. And I, I know this is a very generic question, but you know, we've talked obviously about you know Louisville's really struggled this year. We've talked a lot about right. Kentucky, Indiana. You know, was kind of iffy, and now they're up to like a three C number fourteen in the country. They have a big game tonight, a tricky game on the road at Northwestern. North Carolina has been down. I don't know. Big. Picture national college basketball. Uh, what sort of things have interests you, not only this season, but maybe recently here as we get tuned up for March? Anything? All right, let me answer that this way. I started looking about a month ago at the commonalities between teams going to the Final Four because I've always maintained you better be able to score, and I wanted to quantify that. Okay. So one of the ingredients for going deep into the NCAA tournament is you have to be in Kim Palm's top 40 offensive and defensive efficiency. Trust me on that. You just do. But then I started looking at the numbers inside that. And of the 12 teams that have made the final four in the last three NCAA tournaments, remember we didn't have one in 20, mm-hmm. only one team was upside down, meaning their defense was significantly better than their offense. That was Texas Tech. When they went to the finals with Chris Beard, they were number one defensive and 25th on the offensive end. So if you want to look and take a, uh, take a look at whether or not okay. your team has a chance for a deep run, go to Ken Palm's top 40 and start looking around. So, for instance, a team like Tennessee has built that, that same upside-down way. Mm-hmm. Really good defensively, just outside the top 40 on the offensive end. If a team is close, I don't, it's no big deal. If, you know, if you rank 12th right. and one and seven, 17th in the other, I don't, I don't even include that. So Houston is built significantly in that direction. Alabama is built in that direction. And the team that, again, I understand what we're talking about, but the team that is also built in the right way, Purdue. And that's because of Edie. Oh yeah, yeah. He's a he's a freak show in a in a good way. Do you think their guards are good yeah. enough? They're young guards. Is that worry you at all? I mean, I guess that's oh, been the knock absolutely. on them. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, absolutely. Uh, again, um, you know, I don't think people understand as a rule how hard it is to win a game in the tournament. And, and this is another one of those illustrations. When I say that, everybody goes, <laughs> "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." I agree, but that shouldn't impact my team. Well, it does, okay, because all it takes is one bad night. Um, so uh, I, I like the teams that are more consistent on the offensive end. Well, Mark, I appreciate the time, man. Uh, it's been a while. Uh, can't wait to hear you on the call tonight. It's a bi- hey, this is a big game. I mean, listen, it's a huge game for tournament hopes. It really is. Yeah, big game and big game, and we've got a big boy matchup inside with Oscar and Tolu. Should be a lot of yeah. fun. Well, appreciate the time, man. Take care. Have a good call tonight. We'll be uh, watching and listening, and uh, we'll catch up down the road. Thank you so much. Thanks, man. Hey, thank you. Mark Wise with us. Good stuff there. Uh, talking some uh, some basketball with him. He'll be on the call tonight at MW Hoops if you want to follow him there. I believe Mark was uh, he was on the Florida broadcast back in the day. Yep. I, I booked Mark him. Wise on a Wednesday. Look at that. You said yep like you knew. You wanted to get the joke. <laughs> you just said yep. You have no idea. It was in the I could have said, oh, yeah, Mark Wise is a terrorist. You, you would have said yep. <laughs> yep, yep. Oh, well, yeah, you know, you know, he murdered you. Know, he, he, oh, yeah, he, he yeah. dabbled in a little ISIS. He, he, he dabbled, dabbled in ISIS. Everybody has their Al-Qaeda phase. Uh, You know, it happens. We get it. (laughs) You're in college. It's a whole different experience. But more importantly, let me say my Mark Wise on a Wednesday. A little Mark Wise. I believe he was. He's from Kentucky. I believe he was on the Florida crew for uh, for a little while. Too bad he's not anymore. The Florida crew was... uh Hanging out uh, little Lexington Jeff Rubies, if you remember. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> you remember yeah, that photo, yep, don't you? Yep. I'm sure you do. Yeah, I remember it. I'm sure you do. Uh, let's take our final break. We'll do it now. We'll come back. We'll wrap up the show. Maybe play some sound. We'll do it next year on ESPN 680. 
Time now for The Take with Andy Sweeney. Our Father who art in Lexington, glorious is your name. Your championship come, your will be done in the NBA as it is in Lexington. Give BBN this day our yearly tweak. Lead us not to the NIT, but deliver us from basketball bennies. For yours is the championship and the glory and the Hall of Fame forever. Amen. And James Strebel. That's pretty good. <laughs> on ESPN 680 and 105.7. All right, one more mini segment to go here. Reminder, if you're looking for you, obviously you're not looking here. It's over on 93.9 The Ville. Uh, that pregame is on right now. Uh, we'll have all the coverage with uh, tip-off at 7 o'clock, 9.30 or so. Car- a Coors Light postgame show uh, with Ethan Moore. We'll have that after us. A little bonus hour. Texas A&M, Arkansas at 8.45. And then you know us, Dribble and Ants, Kentucky Fish and Wildlife postgame show. Are you going to be up, Justin, I assume, uh, ready for that postgame? Ready for both postgame shows? Oh, I can't wait. I, yeah, yeah, are we yeah. going to get the same, Ethan? Are we going to get the same thing if I, they lose by 28? To this team, I want, I, you uh, know, come on! Here's the, really, he is a little vain. I need the I need the anger, I need the rage. Ethan in his bathroom, yelling and screaming, or I mean, it's not even yelling, <laughs> not it's, yelling, it's whispering, trying to be quiet. It's, I'm so pissed. I am. Kitty Payne's got to go. Like he's got to go. He's, <laughs> he's done. And I love Ethan. Like I agree with everything he's saying, but at the same time, it's just funny. But he does sound like he's in a toilet. Yeah, like maybe just throw some pillows on the wall. I don't know. I don't know. He needs to throw. Can, it's not a bad idea. It's not a. It's not a bad idea. Where's uh? Where's Virginia here on the net? What happened to them? Wait a minute. Are they outside the top? Where are they at? They shouldn't be. They're like one well, of the top. Uh, yeah, well, hang on, hang on, hang on. Houston, uh, da, 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 USC. Where's Virginia? Are I don't re- oh, Here they are, 13. Oh, okay. 13. Mm-hmm. Well, I was, try- I was trying to see what their Ken Palm defensive numbers were. Do you even want to know that? No, but I I'm, love that the. Oh, yeah, I do want to hear it. Go ahead. Uh, no, <laughs> yeah, go no, ahead. I, now, now I no, can't I just find love it. that. I pulled up the ESP in the matchup predictor, and it's 96.8% chance of Virginia. You can go ahead and put the 99, make it 100. Well, but I tell so you what, they have a top 25 defense and offense. Oh, look at that. Efficiency. 22 on defense, which seems low, and 25 on offense. How about that? Mm, do we need... <laughs> How about that? If they end up being the, the team that's cutting the nets down, do we need Locke? Do we need... Locke's not going to the game. We offered him club seats oh, yeah. and a parking pass to the game. And he still won't go. Won't go. Uh, for his two it's favorite weird, teams. dude. His two favorite teams I mean, this that is, he can't It's get team one and team two. Yeah. It'd be like rummage. It'd be like uh, L facing off against Tennessee. Can we also talk about real quick just like how sad it is that like right now I, I pulled up, you know, the top 25 or actually I pulled up the SEC uh, matchups tonight and literally where UK should be like the headline, you see seven o'clock Alabama, Tennessee. Oh, yeah. One versus ten. Oh, dude, yeah. Oh, we'll forget about t- uh, Kentucky. We don't need to look. We don't need to see you. Sit down. Let us just watch this game. Maybe we'll get to the end oh, of that, that No, one. that's exactly what. Maybe Maybe we'll watch the end of it. There's there's no doubt. And here's the thing. I can't tell tonight if with Kentucky this is going to happen. Mississippi State in this five-game winning streak has hit three, three, six, six, and seven three-pointers. They don't make threes. I mean, they really don't. But... But oh, tonight, tonight, I, I, I just, I. They were having a hot shooting see, night. I don't was, want. That's what I it don't, was. If Mississippi State wins, I don't want them to win like that. Yeah. Because it, it won't matter to fans. It won't matter to Strebel and Ants. And they're right. It shouldn't. But Cal would just whine about it. They need to win this game fifty-eight, fifty-three. The way they that's been, that, yeah, that's our sixty-two, sixty. That's yeah. how they need to win. Muck it up like they've been doing. Muck it up. Just make it. You know, like, like I said, just a little gritty performance there. A little gritty. Texas says a mini segment. That's what she said. Uh, Texas says, Mark Wise was a great guest. Enjoyed that. Seems like a good dude. That's what I told Justin. I'm yeah. like, yeah, he's good. I mean, he, we used to have him on for Florida stuff with Bob. Yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, we <laughs> Bob asked him about cannoli and whatever. About <laughs> a cannoli. Yeah, yeah, what's, yeah. What, what was going on with that food? cannoli? What's the best food place down there in Gainesville? What do you dude, got? I mean, they today... Uh, they need they need to be punished for this. <laughs> what they do, the Valvanos. What they do? Well, Eric Crawford's too nice of a guy. Mm-hmm. They were supposed to have him on at one o'clock. Oh no! They missed nineteen opportunities, which is a different story. We may need to actually talk about off air to take breaks. 
I, I just I, they're the only radio show that doesn't want to take a break. Oh no, I he, want more breaks. He loves. Going. I want to take three an hour. Give me more breaks. Yeah, less work for oh, you. Yes, less give everything. Me, well, yes, more sponsors. Okay, yeah, yeah, like let's. It's yes, and so it's one o'clock. It's one fifteen. Justin, they didn't get him on to damn near one thirty. One thirty, and then they got him on hold. And I don't think Nick told Bob for at least five minutes while they talked about old Corvettes, <laughs> while they talked about night cars from oh, 1971. I was pulling, they talked about Cooper, about Cooper driving the Corvette and all that stuff. Yeah, I heard it. It was as I was pulling in. Yeah, Cooper saw him with a Ferrari hat. Yeah. Extremely douche move. I know that you again, Extremely. you and Street will hate the show. Whatever. I've just seen it because my wife's on there. It reminds me of Joey on Friends oh, where Lord. there's the fake Ferrari thing that's sitting there and he goes and, somebody, and one woman thought he owned the Ferrari, so he went and bought a hat to go stand next to it to try to pick up ladies. That's what he's doing. That's what Coop's doing. Texter says, Ents had a steamy date last night. Texter, Ethan Moore's my spirit animal. I wish, I wish. I wish I was in the shape that he's in. I wish I could be, that could be my spirit animal. Texter says, Sweeney, you act like DJ Jeffrey starting is a surprise. He started in Memphis before heading to Stark Vegas, plus he has a thousand point score. He should be. He's been in college since I was 32. He should have more, he should have more points than anyone in college basketball history. He should be the Tim Tebow of college basketball. He should be Issel. He should be sitting right there <laughs> yes, with Issel at the he top. He should be 44. <laughs> plus, I think DJ is only, he's every nine a game. Hang on, how many years has he been in? Hang on. I guess he always started in 2019. That's not that bad. I thought he had another year. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. It feels like it's been. Yeah. You know why I know about DJ Jeffries? I think for uh, because he was a Kentucky commit. I mean, obviously, he's a Kentucky commit for a good while. He was only a four star. I can hear his treble now. Yep. I followed him on Instagram. You know, I mean, yeah. one of the only men that I follow, but I followed him on Instagram and I think I may, I either still follow him or like within the last year and a half, I've cut bait where I'm like, I think that's what it is. I think I cut bait where yeah. I'm like, I don't need, I don't need this anymore. I don't need to follow. Pa- yeah. One of the last perusal. Yeah. I don't need to follow DJ Jeffries anymore. Uh, Texter says too much sports talk. Okay. I'm scared of this. Is there a, is there a Sarah Palin story? I haven't heard any. Oh, I mean, I, I mean, I've also not paid attention since whatever. Is it's also something not that is it not Nail- that I would care about? What, Sarah Palin. Let me, okay, let me, let me <laughs> hey, well, turn no, my no. mic down while I'm reading. I, this. I, I, <laughs> I haven't seen anything. I haven't seen anything. Thank you, Texter, for uh, knocking us off course. Uh, four three seven nine six eighty. Justin seems like he has a purse. No, it's 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 not a, it's not a man purse. It's not a purse. It's not. It's, but I I think when you went to Italy, you wore a man purse. It's but you have no, a full briefcase. No, I tell you what, I had. I had the fat. I was a fat guy with the. I had the the little whatever. It's like it's not a fanny pack thing, but it had to go around here because otherwise people tried to rob you well, the entire time. Well, yeah, yeah. Like the entire time they're trying to steal stuff, and like I noticed. So yeah, I put it on. My, I put it. Like whatever, like a Ninja Turtle bandolier across my chest <laughs> with, with all my money and you know everything else inside. Of it. And you because still got I, robbed. It's no, very interesting. I didn't get robbed, luckily, but my wife almost did because she's not paying attention. She's the one who warned me, and then she doesn't pay attention at all while they're going around, like literally bumping into us. her and stuff. Yeah, and I'm like, you don't see this little dude right here trying to like reach and grab stuff. And anyway, save that for the mix. Yeah, yeah. All right. Do we know what we have bonus hour? It doesn't matter. We, yeah, we, we, we got we got all the shows. We got a little <laughs> dinner. We got a little. I don't know what <laughs> they're talking about. <laughs> No, I didn't mean that. No, no, I'm we just got Issel, we little got, dinner, little Issel. Yeah, we got Bobby V. Uh, we got Bobby the tank. V. We got a little, little, little cottage got cheese something talk. from us. I don't All know. Right. We said something. Hopefully, it's not any more interviews. It's just I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I hope it is. So, <laughs> uh, bonus hours coming up next. U of L's over on 93.9. The Ville reminder: Ents and Strebel, Strebel and Ents. They got you tonight at about ten thirty. Uh, we're back at it three o'clock tomorrow on the take. Have a good night.